You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So how do Auburn uniforms compare to the Ship of Thesis? Ship of Thesis, Ryan, is a philosophical conundrum. It basically goes like this. If I've got a boat, or there was a boat parked in the port of Thesis. I think it was maybe a guy named Thesis, but it doesn't matter. There's Is a this boat. your thesis? No. There's, there's a, a boat. Name, there's a boat. Let's say it's my boat. And, like you, and Ryan, you've got a boat. And they look very similar. But actually, I really like your boat and don't like my boat. So every night, I go to your boat, and I take a board off of your boat, and I go back to my boat and exchange it for a board from my boat. And I keep doing this over and over and over again. The question is, at what point do I have your boat and do you have my boat? So what is the nature of what it means to be my boat or a boat is the question. So in the same question, the Auburn uniform has been, quote unquote, traditional. It's the same uniform for decades. But no actuality. It's like it it changes constantly. Yes. Almost every year, the Auburn uniform changes to the point where. The question could be asked, what does it even mean for a traditional uniform? What does it even mean for Auburn to have a traditional uniform? In the last five years, Auburn has changed the logo on the helmet. It has added and removed War Eagle from the back of the pants. Am I right? That happened. Yeah, we haven't added, had the War Eagle removed. Didn't that happen? In, wasn't in 2011 the the pants stripe didn't go straight all the way down? It was like yeah, tapered down. There's so chrome there's, accents on the helmet. We wore orange cleats one time. One, yeah. one time we wore them a couple times. What was funny about that is we wore them a bunch of times in 2013, 2014, and it wasn't until last year or 2017 in the bowl game when we wore them that everybody was like, "Oh, we can't wear orange cleats." We wore them before. Yeah. We've had yeah. a drop shadow. Yeah, we've, tried drop, we've had a drop shadow. We've had all kinds of things. Orange face mask. Orange face mask. So then, Gray face mask. We've changed the color White blue. I don't know mask. if you guys knew that, but the color of blue has changed. Well, the, the color orange on our jerseys, on all our uniforms across all sports, is not the actual color orange that Auburn is like our actual color orange. Right. What even is it? Right. And so then, so that Clint A, Clint A, you, Clint Richardson might actually know the answer to this, but like. If you were to sum up what it is that makes Auburn uniform an Auburn uniform, he'd be able to do it. But I can't because every single thing on our uniform has changed. The font has changed for Auburn. Everything has changed. So it's a misnomer to say Auburn's never changed his uniform. One. Two, Auburn has traditional uniforms because that doesn't make any sense. Because what does that even mean? Like, I think I get... Like that, it's recognizable. Like if, like if you were looking at them from far away, you'd know that. Oh, that team with blue top, some white numbers. Yeah, and small, stripe on the helmet. A little bit of orange accents. The stripe on the white helmet would. Yeah, didn't always have the AU on it. No, by the way, uh, and white pants. Uh, that's probably Auburn. Yeah. Now, and what color cleats? Because depending is, on when you graduated, depends on what color cleats you like, which is, is really funny. What is that? I don't understand what that matters. It doesn't matter. That that matters in a world where 
Uh, Auburn might be on, like, you wouldn't necessarily know who's going to be on CBS that day or ABC or NBC, you know, the three networks that we had. It, yeah. it mattered before every game was on TV of every game. And in color. And, yeah. What and I take color. from this conversation is that it matters in a world where I have a boat. Well, <laughs> also true. Just the theme, Jack. Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Jern Hare Stadium time is 8.19 p.m. Late night, 19 minutes past 8 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast. Brought to you cordially by Champs Chicken and harbored by the friendly folks at collegeandmagnolia.com. I'm Son of Crow. At Son of Crow 2 on Twitter, at Son of Crow on Venmo, the phrase that pays. To one side of me, amateur statistician, the engineer Masters winner Ryan Starrett, or at Ryan S. Starrett. It's two, two T's, two S's, one R. No, you have two, three R's. Sorry. Can I buy a vowel? Yeah. Uh, it is not my fault that we lost to Kentucky, even though I picked them, picked us. To win both of those games. You did. And the other side of me giving you full four paint ASMR. The most abrasive personality in the entire Auburn podcasting universe. Hating ass chief. <laughs> At AU chief. <laughs> Marhaba. Greetings, origin truthers. Tonight, we talk a little basketball, good and bad. Mm. We do a little baseball recap. And we get into a little football? Question mark? Are we going to go over the depth chart, maybe? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll talk a little Auburn soccer. Who knows what's going to happen tonight? Because no show notes. No show notes. <laughs> but, and first, Ryan wants to do trivia. Oh, I forgot all about that. Ryan, yeah. we don't have show notes. means I don't know the trivia question yeah, before. Exactly. Now. I don't want you guys cheating this week. Well, I wouldn't, I didn't, nobody cheated last week. Nobody cheated last week. We're just good at this game. You didn't get it last week. Yeah. <laughs> or, the game, or the game being <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Four D1 schools. Schools, not mascots. Uh-huh. Okay. Share a name with a color. For example, Bowling Green doesn't count because it's it would have to be just Green University, okay. not Bowling Green. Oh, so the name of the just school. Just the name of the school has to be a color. Auburn is one. There's four schools. Four schools. Auburn. Rutgers, yeah, I'm glad you got that one. No, I'm just kidding. Rutgers. Um, <laughs> Navy. It's Car- Carolina, because there's Carolina Blue. So I'm guessing <laughs> Carolina. But, a little backwards there. But Yeah, well, hey, it's not my fault. It's north. Yeah, yeah, so you got the two easy ones. Which one? What were the two easy ones? Navy. And Auburn and Navy. Oh, Auburn and Navy. I didn't hear Chief say um, Navy. D1. Yeah. Let me stress, D1, D1 not FPS. No, well, not just FPS. help me at all. So, oh, F- so it includes CS. includes D1. Essentially D1 basketball teams. Oh, so which is FBS and FCS? Okay, so things. D D one and D one two A. It's just D one. I prefer those. Uh, over Let FCS. me think. I'm I'm going through Pac twelve right now in my head. Yeah, that's hard. I don't see uh, anybody. Gonzaga is that a color? No. I had somebody <laughs> ask me if Drake was a color today. That's a good question. I don't think it is a possible question. Uh, Everybody's favorite crown, macaroni and cheese. What about Texas? Does that count as a color? Texas. <laughs> It's the color of Texas freedom. is whatever you want it to be, my yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly. It's the color of excellence. <laughs> the so, color of being back. Stephen F. Austin. I'll go ahead and tell you, the other two schools are not FPS teams. Okay, so now we're looking at small schools. Uh-huh. That's, that's where I was going. How about Troy? Is that a color these days? <laughs> 2019, anything Mar- is anything. Maroon University? 
Nope. No, 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 no. Weber State, not a color. Red. Man, this is not Gr- easy. Brown. Right. Brown, boom. Brown. Good one, go. good one. Good Smart one. one. Uh, Auburn, Navy, Brown. The last one's the most difficult. Oh, there's one more, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking there were two more. I can't count. In case anybody didn't already know that. We're just working on colors. Don't worry about colors. Yeah, no uh, joke. Is there... Is there a school just called, like, Red? No. Red State? I already yelled that out. Red State. Red State Red University? University. That's, a, that's a movie by Kevin Smith starring John Goodman. Red State? And, and Michael... Oh. oh, that's right. About a horror movie, isn't it? Uh, sort of, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a communist movie. It does sound like a communist movie. Yeah. Or a movie that votes Red. <laughs> a Red State movie. Uh, red, orange, yellow, purple, green, and blue. Roy G. Biff. <laughs> University of Orange, Alabama. All right. Indigo? And you are? Sienna. Oh, Sienna. Yeah, they're a basketball school, yeah. too. Man, Ryan, that was a good trivia question. <laughs> that was. I like, that's, the, that's the kind of uh, trivia question. It's I'm not right. exactly an Auburn-specific well, question. Auburn, Auburn, Auburn was an answer. That's true. But I didn't want to tell you that it was an Auburn trivia question. Hey guys, there's a tease coming up, and that is You that thought you'd trip us up with yeah, Auburn? Yeah, I was hoping oh. I could slip that in there. No. Yeah, I know Auburn. Please, we're too Wiley for that. Yeah, Austin Wiley. We're too Austin Wiley for that. Is your leg okay? Oh, poor Austin Wiley. Yeah. Poor one out for yeah. Austin Wiley today. <laughs> okay. Anybody, speaking of which, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I haven't heard any updates about Austin. I don't think anybody wanted any Auburn basketball I don't think it the was. last couple of days. They just went, no, we're just not going to talk about it. I just want to know. I don't think it was a uh, communicable disease of any sort. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, autoimmune. Yeah. Um, we're safe Brian. on that front. What do you Brian? think, Brian? No comment. Oh, okay. All right, let's do a little bit of basketball. We, we had a good and a bad for Arkansas basketball. Arkansas was not just good. Arkansas was as good as this team's played. Uh, maybe as good as this team's played in like two years. Like, like yeah. even out of last well, year. Well, I mean, it was, similar, it was similar to the Florida game this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was so similar to Arkansas. Is Florida it, is a Q1 win right now. That's true. Yeah, it is. That's true. People want to talk crap about this Auburn basketball team. We have now we have two Q1 two. wins and w- one. We actually did brain. not move in Kent Palm. We actually have gone up, didn't we? I think we we're yeah, pretty close to the same. And it is net. We moved down two. Yeah, this Auburn team is still a lock for the tournament. We'd have to lose. I want to say two of the next three. Yeah, we'd have to go. Yeah, two I mean, you and assume one. that you're losing the Tennessee game at this point. Yeah, you sure. don't lose two out of Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi State. Yeah, you beat a Georgia team that is in disarray. It just they lost because a fan threw something on the court against a team that wasn't very good. They lost that game, and then you got to beat them. You got to beat Bama, and it's in Tuscaloosa, which I don't love. Whatever playing in cold hard on that one. They did hard up on Tuscaloosa, (laughs) and but okay, but I don't think we're going to lose both of those games. No, we have to. We have to lose both of those games for you to be that upset. Lose the fight the first I feel okay about winning everything except for Tennessee. Like I, I don't like. I like this positive chief. The, the sky, the, the sky is falling. Crap is stupid. Um, this is Auburn because it rained all week, and then it's Auburn. The sky was literally falling. Where did it rain all week? It didn't rain here last week. It no. rained here last week. No, chief. Today no, and yesterday and the day before were really nice, but the, everything before that was horrible. No, you were in you were in Fairhope, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. You were down there at the coast. I was in Fairhope this weekend. Went to Mardi Gras parade. It's fun. Hey, Auburn's having Mardi Gras parade on the second of March. Yeah, an wow. hour, hour before the game starts. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real, real smart planning on. But anyway, before, oh, so everyone goes to that. Game starts. 
the game this weekend. Oh, it's on Saturday. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, bad planning. Yeah, I don't planning. think anybody realizes that Mario Girl's on Tuesday next yeah. week. <laughs> right. But the city of Auburn's not going to have a Mardi Gras parade on Mardi Gras. It's it's usually a, the Saturday before. The name Mardi Gras means Mardi Gras. Tuesday. It means well, I mean, Fat Tuesday. I, w- I went to a Mardi Gras I, a week before. Yeah, I mean that's it happens. Yeah. You, oh, apparently you've never met anyone from Mobile before. Right? Oh right, I know they do theirs. Uh, well, they're real. The real proud of the real Mardi Gras that happens then. Moon pie Mardi Gras. Moon pie. I love moon pies. I love moon pies. Banana moon pies. I like banana both moon pies. moon pies, the the white and the black. Oh, well, I like the bananas, which I guess is like a blend. Yeah, which would make sense. This would make sense. <laughs> anyway, um, <sighs> guys, so the Arkansas, Arkansas game, Auburn was great. It's fun. We turned the ball over a lot, but that's what an Auburn win looks like. Yeah, when Auburn's hitting on all cylinders, it's going to throw some paint on the floor. You're gonna, but you're going to end up with a masterpiece at the end. Yeah. But you're going to have Hopefully to crack you don't a few have a turnover from Samir, which is where we mix another metaphor. We played crack really a few really great defense, though, and really great offense. So yeah, it matter. And then <laughs> yeah. against and then against Kentucky, it all went oh. out the window. Oh, it was it was because sometimes you're Arkansas in that situation. Sometimes Man. you play as good as you, you can, and the other team just makes every cotton picking shot. Were we Arkansas or Arkansas? We got Arkansas. This yeah, the second half of that Kentucky game, I, I don't think we played very well. I thought I thought we played pretty well the first half of that game. We just got blown off the floor anyway. Yeah, uh, the second half we played like crap. But yeah. again, like, Kentucky was shooting, I think, what sixty or seventy percent so, three in so the first half. I heard an argument today that of, Auburn hasn't played up to its talent, mm-hmm. and I think that's nonsense. I think what and I, I put this on Twitter the other day. I think, I think we played over our heads last year. Yes, I think what, what what we are realizing has happened is played over our heads last year. And so to say that this season's bad and that this team is bad is both to discount how amazing last year was and to act like this is somehow not a top ten season in the history of the program right. of the last twenty years. That's a right. big deal. If we go to any postseason if we go to the CBI this year, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Like I, yeah, I've, been, it is. I've been saying this basically all year since we lost. A, we hit a little skid, and lost what three games in a row or whatever it was. Um, that if we make the NIT, that's this is still sustained success. Yeah, which we have not had here in ten years. Right, you're a college football fan. Sure. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> like, remember when Vanderbilt had a really good quarterback, Jay uh, Cutler. Jay, Jay Cutler. Cutler. Yeah. And Jay Cutler led him to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they had like, I was at eight wins or something like that. It was a huge deal at Vanderbilt. And then the next year they didn't go to a bowl game because mm-hmm. they were Vanderbilt. Yeah. Imagine had they gone to like the Independence Bowl at six and six the following season after Jay Cutler. It's a big deal. And their fans were like, what a disappointment. <laughs> we're Vanderbilt. We deserve to be going to. There's a little bit of a hole in your. Uh, in your- What's that? <laughs> Vanderbilt doesn't have any fans. Well, okay. That's true. <laughs> but for Auburn fans to, to take last year's success and go, yeah, that's now the, the minimum we expect from this team. Yeah. Is it's, it's wild. It's like they don't watch sports. Yeah. We got to play these games. Well, they, they, they've never paid attention to Auburn basketball before. Auburn has four top 100 recruits on the team. Yeah. Top 100 recruits on the team. Every Kentucky player on Kentucky's has, roster is a top 100 yeah. player. Kentucky has four of those guys that, don't, that probably don't play. <laughs> top 25. Yeah. Try that on. Their worst player of like their 10 most played guys was like 
35th in the in top recruits. Yeah. Uh, Nobody else was like, like everyone in that starting five is going to be on an NBA roster. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that team could have no. played an NBA team and maybe won. Let me do an international basketball analogy here again, which we just watched we USA did. win against Argentina on, the, on an amazing buzzer beater. Uh, this was in USA. 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 In FIBA World Cup qualifying second round matchup tonight. Don't worry, you've never heard anybody on these teams. Crow hadn't heard anybody on these teams. Yeah, I, and I watch a lot of well, international. Chris Chioza. That's our Chris Chioza bouncing around the G League these days. So, when the U.S. men's national team, the big boys, not the team we watched tonight, but Durant, LeBron, Steph, those cats, team up on Team USA and play against like a really good Australia team. Australia's got a pretty decent team right now. What the announcers will always say is that, oh, hey, this Australia team has five NBA players. They could really challenge USA. And what no one seems to always to forget, everybody seems to forget is Team USA doesn't just have five NBA players. They got 12 NBA players, and they're the best 12 guys. <laughs> like they've got they're 12 all-stars. Yeah. <laughs> there are the, <laughs> there's only ever been maybe two international players that have ever been yeah I mean like, it's getting better and could better have been considered the best though yeah. in the league like Dirk Nowitzki won an yes. MVP is that I think yeah. he's the only Dirk and foreign born player to win an MVP the Kimmy Matumbo I mean that's a, it's a short yeah. list of yeah. elite players that aren't American right so what you've done what you do when you discount how talented Kentucky's roster is Canadian Steven Adams. is you forget that that's true Canadian TF won two MVPs what am I thinking is you you forget that Auburn is playing with Bryce Brown, who's a really good player, but Bryce Brown would not get minutes in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been recruited by Kentucky. Right. Hey, he wasn't I, recruited by. No, Kentucky. sure he wasn't. Because if he hadn't been, you know what? He'd be in Kentucky. Because guys don't choose Auburn Harper over Kentucky very often. Recruited by Georgia. Yeah, Jared Harper wasn't recruited by Georgia. Well, right? look where that guy Georgia. Well, I'm, I'm I'm just saying, like, because here's the thing: the best player from historically Alabama, Georgia is a better basketball program than Auburn is. But not yeah, the best yeah. basketball player from Alabama in the last ten years, high school wise, is probably Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, I was going to go Gerald Wallace, but that was Demarcus 16, Cousins 16. grew up an Alabama fan, huge Bama football fan. Did he go to Alabama for basketball? No, he went to Kentucky. Yeah, because if they offer, you sign. So they they're going to have a recruiting. A uh, huge recruiting advantage to Auburn forever. Bruce could go to the Sweet 16 this year, and he's going to get out recruited by Kentucky next year. Yep, it's just the way it is. I mean, is so not, every not so only often, are they Kentucky, they have the best recruiter. However, he does it. However, you want to say he does it. He's well, now he, you know how he does it. Now he, he offers. Yeah, right. That's he, all he has to do these got, days. They've got the best recruiting coach that ever in basketball. They've yeah. got, there are more Kentucky Wildcats. I read this somewhere. There, there's more Kentucky Wildcats on NBA rosters than some conferences have yeah. on NBA rosters. Guys were well, still, guys, Kentucky was still getting the best classes when they had that dude in between uh, Tubby Smith and, yeah. <laughs> and um, Calipari. Guys were playing for Dirk Nowitzki. Had he come to the United States, he was trying to go to Auburn. He was well. Chuck wanted to go to Auburn, but I actually read the other day that he apparently was going to go to Kentucky. Well, that would make sense. They used to get uh, yeah. big white guys from time to time. So you're talking about Auburn playing against that team, 
if Auburn wins one of two against Kentucky every year, it's a huge deal. Chief, how many times have we beaten the Cats in Lexington? I want to say it's something like three times ever, ever. in the history of time. Ryan, were you, know you alive the last time we beat I, him? I was not. You know what I have been alive for is a Auburn win over LSU in Baton Rouge for football. I know. More recent than us beating Barely. Barely. And that was not in this millennium. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I, I was the age that you were when we beat LSU when we beat Kentucky. And it was 1988. <laughs> 1988, Auburn goes to Lexington and beats the Wildcats. Chris Porter, never won in Lexington. Not one time. I was was probably three. Doc Robinson, never won in Lexington. Not one time. Marquise Daniels, never won in Lexington. (laughs) So absurd. The the thing that got me was, if if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, which is, what, four or five of you. um, We're almost there to a year. Uh... Before the season started, I think all, all three of us were like, yeah, two, two losses, something like that. I said we're going to lose Kentucky at least yeah. once. I oh, I did. That. I did. That's just what like I said, in, too. That was my, Duke and Kentucky were my two losses. Just like in football season where I thought I was bullish only giving them yeah. two losses. Right. I thought I was bullish giving them five losses. Yeah, well. But you chose us to sweep Kentucky, I believe. I did. Yeah, you yeah. did. But I also thought we were going to lose five games. Yeah. yeah. And well. We're already almost double that. Five is more What are we, 18 and, and nine. 18 and 9? It's not. Fine. No, really that is not a tournament team. It used to be twenty wins got you in. Yeah, and it's always sort it's of still pretty close. close. It depends on who the wins are over now and who the losses. Mm-hmm. And this is like the softest bubble we've seen in almost a decade. Yeah. So, so, so the, it, anyone that was just absolute, I don't care how bad we got beaten by Kentucky. Who cares? It's basketball. Cares? Sometimes basketball. get away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And and against a really good team, that can happen really quick. You know how like uh, when a team that has disappointed all year, all of a sudden gets it together and just looks unbeatable against yeah. a team that doesn't yeah. have as much talent as they do. Yeah. Let's say Auburn versus Purdue in the bowl game, <laughs> for instance. Yeah. That's what happened. Kentucky had the, the horses all year. I mean, oh. they've kind of gotten every it together year. the last couple of games. This happens every, every year. year because he brings in five freshmen every, every year. year. And this Kentucky <laughs> team is no different. It took them about... It took them about a month and a half, two months. You can find tape of us talking about this at the beginning of the year before yeah. we played Kentucky the last time where they were like, you know, they started the season off a little shaky. With like two, three losses. Which, yeah, with yeah. like three losses. And and I I think we all agreed that, oh, they'll get it together by the time tournament comes. And, yeah. hey, guess what? We're almost there. And guess what? They got it. And Zion's not playing right now. Oh, yeah. There's a decent chance Kentucky makes a run and wins the whole stinking thing. Yeah. This is not a Kentucky basketball podcast, however. Although, let's know. go, Big Blue. Let's <laughs> but, go. Yeah, we do do that shit still. May do do. Controversially, I've always liked Kentucky basketball because they're fun to watch. I, here's, Probably a Bama football. Here's a, here's a controversial opinion that some people don't agree with. John Calipari is a really good X's and O's basketball coach. Yeah. People think that he's just the guy who rolls the ball out there and has the best players. Yeah, he has the best players, but he also is a really good X's and O's basketball coach. They looked really good against you know us on like Salad Out of Bounds and who always had, Out of Bounds. You know who else always had the best players but was also a really excellent basketball coach? Phil Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Phil Jackson. I mean, Except you can't. He totally went to the Knicks. That, well, he wasn't a coach a, at that point. President he was whatever GM. He was, GM. I think he was smoking too much of that medical. Well. With all the money that's from Buddhist ceremonies, man. Yeah. You gotta... So we got coming up, Ryan, who does Auburn play in hoops this week? Georgia. Play the dogs. We got the dogs next. Where are they at Ken Palm? Do we know? Do we uh, not very high. 
Well, tell you that. not very good. They, they lost their last game on a an embarrassing technicality loss. no down do over. <laughs> oh man, they they. If you didn't see, man, Georgia Bulldogs, a team that hasn't won a championship in any sport that we care about since the eighties, nineteen eighty. Um, exactly. Had a game come down to the wire. The opposing team. I don't remember. <gasps> no, uh, they were shooting free fan. throws. Um, and I'll tell I want right to say they was it Ole Miss? hit one and missed it was the other. Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi State. But then a fan threw a stuffed animal on the court, allowing <laughs> them to half shoot. A left. Allowing what? them to shoot free throws. I want to know what was going through that guy's mind. All right, great. He missed it. I'm going to throw this thing on the court. Woo! Go dogs! Now, George is 114th in Kimball. 114. This will not be a Q1 win. Oh, not quite. Well, is it on the road? Maybe? Is it at Georgia? No, it's, it's here. At Georgia. Yeah, it's at Georgia. Yeah, okay. it's at Georgia. We already played them here. here. So with the Mardi Gras parade, it's no big deal then, Ryan. That's on Wednesday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. professional podcaster. It's kind of crew. Just got to get angry about something. No, we have two home games left. They're both on Saturdays, the next two Saturdays. Mississippi State and Tennessee. Yeah. And so State, that's a must win to me. Yeah. And that's a really good team, Mississippi no, I think, State. No, I think we need to win that just to – if we win that one and no other, I think we're in. Yeah. And that's not going to be an easy win. I mean, they they beat us pretty solidly last time we played. Yeah. In, yeah. in, uh, in Starkville. Yeah. But they are down their best player. Uh, Quindary Weatherspoon's not playing right now. Well, I've heard that one before. Yep. So somebody off the bench is going to have the game of their life. <laughs> Who's it going to be? All right, here's a, st- here's a stat of the night. A neato stat to borrow from Ernie Johnson of the great inside the NBA. I love Ernie. SRS, the simple rating system, rating takes into account average point differential and strength of schedule. The rating is denominated in points above or below average. Zero is average. So you don't want to be zero and you don't want to be negative. Non-Division One games are thrown out. So if Auburn plays, I don't know, he played somebody who wasn't Division One. Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln, that's right. Lincoln so Memorial. Auburn's SRS, Bank. remember, zero is average, is 20.38 which is 11th in America. Auburn has the, is the 11th best team in the United States at a rating system that basically combines your point differential and your strength of schedule. Auburn has the 25th hardest schedule in America. 25th hardest. It's pretty and good. is 667 is the winning percentage against the That's 25th close. hardest in America. That's pretty good. If you win two-thirds of your games and you're playing a top 25 schedule... You should be in the tournament. You're in the tournament. And it's not a disappointing season. Hey, here's so what you're saying. Is you here's the great thing about the tournament. They can just pick whoever they want. It's true. <laughs> so what you're saying is if Baldwin goes 8-4 and four, gets a top 25 schedule, that's okay. Yes! Dead gummit, Ryan. Yes! Yeah. Why not? Um, that, but I'm just okay with that, mediocrity. That wasn't even really a joke. They can pick whoever they want. And we've got Bruce Pearl as our coach, and everybody likes Bruce Pearl. So, <laughs> Chief, you're just okay Except for the people that hate Bruce Pearl. Who hates Bruce Pearl? Fans of any team. Oh, you know Bruce. He's just you know Bruce is gonna get some probation at some point. I think uh, I, I think there are some there are some fans, um, namely Alabama fans, that hate hate Bruce Pearl. But uh, Ooh, wait, I have another one. Uh, like the president of the university. <laughs> oh, Stephen Lee. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> hates Bruce Pearl too. Uh, but I love Bruce. Just to put that on the record. Oh, I love Bruce as well. I like um, Bruce. Bruce is my favorite coach on campus. No, no offense, Gus. I, like Karen Hoppe. Well, there is Karen too. She is. She's pretty great. Um, Guys, Jared Harper is currently 
playing really well. And I think we forget to say we think we forget about Jared Harper playing really well yeah. because he's kind of has been death and taxes. But he has the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. He has the ball so much. His usage rate is through the roof. We have, For, we do everything. Through he has the ball everything. all the time. And like I want to know his dribble percentage. It's got to be highest on the team by a factor of like six. We know Horace doesn't dribble. He just walks. Shouldn't. He shouldn't dribble. Horace shouldn't dribble. Or handle the basketball on offense. Uh, Jared. He made a pretty good move in the lane this this game. That's true. Broken clocks. <laughs> Jared Harper is, his turnover, blah, 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 blah. His turnover percentage is 15.8. So 15.8. Of his of his hundred plays in the turnovers, um, that is good for eighth on the team, eighth eighth worst. Yeah, so he has team. a lot of turnovers because he handles the ball every possession. That's true. Here are the people who are ranked ahead of him: Samir Dowdy, Devontae Williams, Thomas Collier, Chase Mazdorp, Javon McCormick, Samir Dowdy, Horace Spencer, Miles Parker. So the walk-ons. Who are not asked to hold the ball yeah. and who are usually playing against starters. Yes. Still. Which is insane to me. Why like we've put the worst guys on the team in, like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. And then Javon, Samir, and Horace. Horace Spencer, eighteen and a half percent of the times he gets the ball out of every hundred plays, he turns the ball over. Yeah, it's not good. That's no, it's not good. Because he didn't get the ball very much. It's not good. Um, yeah. Devontae Williams is a a third, thirty-three percent of the time he's <laughs> so. So he's probably had three plays. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about Jared a little more, though. Also, Jared Harper points produced. This is my favorite stat of Jared Harper. He is responsible for four hundred and forty-three Auburn points. Wow. No one else is within one hundred of him, except for Bryce Brown, who's at three seventy-three. I can you look at last year's numbers? Because I would bet he was responsible for more, maybe even like a hundred. More than that. Well, we still have... At this point in the season. Okay. So while you're looking at that, I want to talk about Jared Harper a little bit. Uh, This is a conversation we had the other day about what happens if Jared Harper comes back. Which, there's pretty good possibility of that, It could. Last year, he had 499 points produced all year, including the tournament. It's it's more... He is producing more points this year than last year. All right. Year before last, he only had 368. As a freshman, as a we freshman. must have had more people assisting last year. Mm-hmm. We had Mustafa. Yeah, yeah. So, so back to what I was saying, though. If Jared Harper comes back, you know, assume we go to the tournament this year. Whatever happens, happens. There's a good chance we lose Austin Wiley. Mm-hmm. We lose Chuma. Bryce is gone. Malik's gone. Horace is gone. Mm-hmm. Jared's really the only, you know, bona fide starter coming back. Right, and he's. I mean, Samir's coming back, but we're not recruiting a point guard that can outseat Jared. Harper. Right, right. As so he person. is without a doubt the captain of this team, four year starter. If he comes back next year, mm-hmm. and we make another tournament run, mm-hmm. we're retiring his number, right? Man, not only that, if, if well, Jared Harper plays to three, so three tournaments, everybody that everybody that has a retired number has a. As tangible records that they broke or set. Um, I mean, is winning an SEC championship not one of them? I, yeah. I mean, that, but Marquise's number isn't. Oh, well, Marquise didn't win an SEC. Uh, Chris Porter's number's not. 
retired, and he won an SEC championship. So I, I for the four year starter at point guard, that I maybe maybe four year starter point guard, three straight tournaments. If, after twenty years, after twenty years of nothing, years of nothing. Yeah. well, yeah, twenty years. I don't fifteen years. Give me a give me Jared Harper leading Auburn to. Either a tournament championship. He, I SEC think he's the best point guard in Auburn history. If we, right? I look, this is, this is the great competition. Is, is, is he your starting Robinson? Is he your starting point guard in Auburn's best five? If next year, if he goes to tournament, probably. Yeah, maybe, probably. Here's the thing: he's gotten I, better year by year. If, if I have to build an this. NBA team out of uh, out of Auburn players, Doc Robinson's my point guard. No, but but your all time Daniels is my point guard. I'm well, 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 yeah. No Simeon Bowers. I'm putting Marquise. Well, I I, I just I, I have Marquis I have Marquise at the three and Doc at the I mean that's well I guess here's the thing Charles Barkley's not your center either no he's my three he's my three or four probably my four uh, yeah four <laughs> be hard Mamadou is my center but he's uh, the best no offense 2017 pre injury Anthony McMahon last year okay here's the thing Jared Harper is better this year than last year in per true shooting percentage effective field goal percentage uh, three point attempt rate. Free throw rate, he's worse. I, last year he was better. I was going to mention he was really he was good taking a lot more free throws last year. Points produced, he's better this year than he was at this was point it? last year. He is rebounding the ball better this year than he did last year. He is assisting on as many shots this year as so, he did okay, last so year. So if he takes that next step forward again next year. He's at the I don't moment. know if we retire his number. I, I, he's, I and that's that's I don't, I'm not saying for but we for sure do almost. But that's an interesting conversation. The best point guard we've had for us because he was here. He started for four years. I mean, he, that, for people, there's nobody that, else that started. For people for that years. didn't have a history of Auburn basketball before Bruce Pearl. Times, oh, well, he will. No, he will be their favorite player. That's about he'll be my favorite player. Yeah, because I I don't have any of those '90s yeah. team references. Malik is my favorite Auburn player of all time. But Man, twenty years from possi- now, possibly of all time, I love him so much. Anyway, twenty years from now, people are going to look back and say, "Yeah, that, those were Jared Harper teams." Yeah, 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 that'd be the Jared Harper team. I mean, he is fourth in the conference in minutes. Sure. I'll remember. That's it. I figured he'd have been first. I know he is playing. He's playing so like thirty-five games. When, we, when the walk-ons play, he's still playing thirty a game. Yeah, he's second in the conference in assists. It's really weird when he's in there at the two when Javon comes in and plays the one. And that's that's down. his rest time. It's so weird, though, because it's like, Jared's not touching the ball. What's going yeah. on here? I don't know why we haven't taken that and been like, yeah, we're just going to create plays like we do for Bryce for yeah. Jared. And I mentioned something just earlier that he has gotten worse, quote-unquote worse at. He does not take as many free throws as he did last year. And yeah. part of that is maybe it could be because he is exhausted. Yeah, he's well, playing five more minutes a game than he did last he's, year. Um, I, I think teams have figured out that he's, he's short enough; you can body him up, and he's not going to call it every time. He's going to flop, right? Yeah, and so and maybe, maybe I think some of the, I think some of the, yeah. I think some of the flop is stuff is catching up with him too. Yeah, I think you have it right. Because um, almost every time he drives this year, it's it's a block and no foul. He was the eighty seventh recruit, right? In he America. was he was a top one hundred recruit, but. But not you know, much. And they put that in the You would have been the worst recruit on Kentucky's team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you think they're recruiting a 5'9 guy? Come Kentucky on. that year recruited a guy named De'Aaron Fox to play their point guard ahead of him. They got Bam Adebayo and Malik Monk. Winnie All Gabriel. NBA players, right? Malik Monk. What'd you say? All NBA players, right? All those cats are in the league, yeah. <laughs> and Sasha Killian Literally. Jones. 
And yeah, that's their top 25 recruits that they got. Those four yeah. guys yeah. in the top 25. Well, they don't recruit past 25. Uh, so I think, I want to say Mustafa is the biggest Mustafa was 18th. Yeah. 18th in he America. is the only true five-star by 24-7. Yeah, that we've ever gotten. Um, if we can get a couple more of those. <laughs> yeah. Ever, I mean, another couple uh, top 20 recruits. Just over, you know, spread out over a couple of years, that would still be good. Because in all honesty, like. I just, I want, I want to recruit five Jumo Kikis every year. Yeah. There's a little bit more misses in basketball than yeah. football. Like, for instance, Josh Jackson, he's good. But Harry Giles, he's in the league, but he was not at Duke what everyone thought he was going to be. Yeah. Um, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Marco Fultz. Some of you have ever heard these guys before. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. And then Jonathan Isaac at yeah. Florida State. I mean, he's, I don't know, a good player. Okay, yeah. Yeah, pretty good player. Played, he was a one-and-done kid. He's yeah, in the league ESPN now. didn't love him. They didn't work showing highlights over yeah. two seconds. Uh, so, so I'm saying, what I'm basically saying is there are more misses in this top 25 than in the NBA, and in the NFL would have for five stars. But you still got to get some of these cats. Yeah, you got you have right. to. And I mean, we're, we're trying. You, you, we can't do it overnight unless you just roll up with a duffel bag of money. Yeah, um, I mean, you can't do that very often. I don't know how we convince Mustafa to come here. Just going to be honest with you, it made no sense. I I have my theories, and it has a lot to do with Under Armour, but uh, I don't really want to. Right, right. Speculate. Well, on why I, I was trying to say, I, I don't know how. I don't know. We, I don't know what I was thinking. It's a very famous Auburn alum would say, it's an ongoing investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I know. It's the, the SEC, man. That's his what, high school team. Famous his <laughs> high school team wore Under Armour. His AAU team wore Under yeah. Armour. Auburn wears Under Armour. And St. John's wears is he, Under Armour. Is he the greatest Under Armour kid uh, of all time? Steph Curry is the greatest Under Armour. Well, <laughs> yeah. did, was he Under Armour all the way, though? Oh, no, no. He's 19. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're right. He might be the best kid, the best guy that's ever come through there. Because somebody that knows basketball recruiting, tell us how wrong we are. Oh no, I'm 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 telling you right now, Under Armour's uh, Tony Barbie was not wrong when he complained about Under Armour. They don't have a lot of grassroots basketball. They they're trying. Since then, they have come a long way. Mustafa was one of the first to come through that. But Tony Barbie was not wrong when he complained about Under Armour. But the problem is, Tony Barbie just used it as an excuse right. to be bad. It hasn't hurt. It hasn't hurt Bruce. It hasn't hurt Bruce at all. Bruce still goes to those Nike camps. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like. It, all right. So, Jared Harper is, I looked up some stuff, and we're going to keep talking a little basketball, then we'll yeah. switch to baseball. I'm, I, I, this is a basketball podcast, if you ask me. Oh, I mean, it's a soccer podcast. Well, Gee, who are we doing? Well, soccer's out of season. It's sort of season. Soccer won, by the way. They beat Mercer. Yeah, there we go. Um. Mercer in a exhibition. The spring season itself is exhibition. But That's weird. Anyway. Anyway, Chumo Kiki is the 30th ranked NBA prospect in the world, according to one site I looked at. And Austin Wiley is 32nd, which means they gone. Yeah. Like I there's, so. There is. I, I don't, I don't think chance. Austin's coming back either way. I just, if he can't go to the NBA, he's got to go make money somewhere. Here's the saddest that. sentence that I'm going to utter. We might have seen Austin Riley's last game in an Auburn uniform. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't know what the injury is, neither do you, but if I'm Austin Wiley and I've injured myself three times playing for this team, had to sit out a full season, basically had my NBA prospects taken from me, I'm not playing another minute at Auburn. Yeah. 
um, because I'm going to go prepare for the draft where I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. And I'm going to dazzle somebody in a pre-draft workout. I'm going to get taken in the second round. And I'm either going to get on a, at the end of a bench next year in the NBA and make, I think the minimum is now like 200 grand guaranteed money. Yeah. Or go play in the G League and make, I think it's 80 grand. Or go play overseas. Or go play overseas. Go play in the Philippines and make a ton of cash. Yeah. Go play, play in China. San Miguel Beerman. You know, in, in the Philippines, the teams are all actually owned by the sponsors. It's pretty awesome. Which is amazing because you get names like the San Miguel Beermen. San Miguel is a beer, and the name of the team is the Beermen. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is great. And is they that, have a, there's a, there's is China the, still paying big bucks for guys to play basketball? I know they, as big. They switched it's their, good, but it's not, it's not like that. They switched all it's their. getting caught up in the trade deal. And they're, the putting all their, yeah. <laughs> they're putting all their money into soccer currently, I believe. Well, I mean, they still got a league. The CBA's not bad. It's just not. Every, the number one league is the NBA, and number two is the Spanish league. Mm-hmm. And number three is just any Euro League team. So if you want, if you can play for a Euro League team in Turkey, Germany, Italy, Israel, Greece, you're okay. But those guys don't sign college kids yeah. right out of college. Usually, hmm. they there's kind of a the European basketball doesn't really play American youngsters very well, often. That's similar to to soccer too. And the you know in soccer. Most of the teams like to, especially outside England, like to play their youngsters. Their kids, right. That's the same thing as Europe. Like, Luka Doncic played for Real Madrid because he's been playing for them since he was 15. Yeah. So he played for them until he goes to the NBA. Whereas if, let's say, he was born in Cleveland and decided to go play Real Madrid at 19. They're like, why not? They're not playing anymore. Right. Who are you? Yeah, Auburn Auburn soccer won 2-0 against Mercer. I just looked it up. Jesse... Giroux had two goals. Good job, Jesse. Yep, that's a good game for her. Yeah, so back to basketball. Anyway, it, I wasn't, I was only partially joking when I said I would want to recruit five Chumo Kikis. That's the kind of guy we need a long player that can, is versatile, can play pretty much every position. Yeah, and you know what? That's kind of who we're signing. Yeah. And I, I, oh, yeah. Heard, I heard some people complaining about that again today. That Auburn doesn't sign big hulking big men. That's not the. That's and not. That isn't the. Basketball. That's not Bruce's basketball at all. If you've ever that isn't seen anyone's basketball, yeah. if you've watched basketball, right? Those guys don't exist. And that's like a shoot a three. Yeah, and even then, like, what is it? It's it's Joel Embiid. Yeah. If you if you can find a Joel Embiid, yeah. sign the heck. Yeah, out yeah, of yeah. sign it. Chances are he's going to go to Kentucky or Kansas. Chances or his, are he's going to Kentucky or <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, if you can get Zion, get him. But he's gonna go to Duke. Yeah. Like those cats are gonna go to Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas. Yeah, they're not. I, maybe Michigan State, Syracuse. But again, that's a big the only, you're right. The only reason we signed a guy as good as Mustafa Heron is the Under Armour. <laughs> that's a big. Because the rest of these guys are playing for Nike schools or Nike schools, Nike AAU teams. Uh, there's a few that are playing for Adidas teams. And I mean, look, I don't want to speculate about Mustafa. Well, I I, I'm not even saying shocking that he came. I'm not even saying there's cash transfer here. No, it's just that maybe he's comfortable. I'm not shoes. saying that. Maybe he liked his. Shoe I'm not collection. saying. I'm really not saying. Here's what I know: at Auburn, he wore a lot of Under Armour sneakers that he was not issued by Auburn. Right. 
he may have brought them from home. So yeah. maybe he just was like, you know what? I love these shoes. I got I these, love these shoes. So I can't wear them if I go to Kentucky because they it were. It could have been as simple as like Mike situation. It, yeah, it, <laughs> it could have been like simple Mike situation as hey, I um, I want to be different than everybody else. Yeah, maybe could could have been as simple as that. Like I. I, I I am this Under Armour kid, so I'm, I just want to stick with Under Armour. Like, I also think here's I really do think that Mustafa Heron thought he was a one and done, and so I think, oh I yeah I think Bruce sold him on come to Auburn, be the only guy to come to Auburn yep. and do one and done, and help me start kickstart yep. this program. And I'll get more one and dones off the yeah. back of you. And then he got here, and really he was a good player. Yep. He is a good player, but he was not one and done. He. Um, he needed to be what Marquise Daniels was in Marquise's last year yeah. here, his freshman year, to have done that. Totally. And he, he wasn't. He never was. He was never the guy that took over the game. And that's what he needed to be. Um, we could use his 15-point right yeah, now, buddy. Boy. Look, I, now, I do kind of think that we got Chuma zero is... points from the three yeah. in the Kentucky game. I think Chuma has stepped into that automatic... Around 15 points a game now. Well, I mean, he, he's done it for. He's, he's more like a 10 point a game with seven rebounds. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's, between, he's, he's, he's playing way better defense. Which, yeah. is, which is only going to go well for Auburn against teams that aren't top yeah. 40 RPI. Like, Chuma when Auburn starts game. playing against the NCAA tournament teams, we might go up against. Yeah. It's going to go really well for him, I think. Yeah. I, I just. Um, we just need more guys. We don't even need one and dones, but we need more guys like Chuma. And I think Chuma's two and done, so he's out. I think Chuma, the only reason Chuma really came to us is he kind of had a lot of baby fat on him when he, when he came. I don't know if you guys remember that. He was, his body was not that of an NBA player. Yeah. And I think he came here to... He was no Malik Dunbar. To, to mature, his, for his body to mature, I think, is, yeah. is really the reason he came. Um, you guys want to hear the top 10 recruits for this coming year? Auburn doesn't have any of them. It's crew talking about recruiting, by really? the way. Really? We don't, we don't have any of them? Any of the I'm only going to do, I'm going to do the height and weight. So you got a seven-foot guy who's 230 pounds. He's the number one overall recruit in the country. Oh, shocking. He's going to Memphis. Because oh, Hardaway's Penny. They're not, and they're not paying anybody no. to come there. Memphis would never. Then you've got a six foot three, one eighty five, six ten, six ten, two seventy five. Guess where he's going? Kentucky. Oh, uh, is, he, is he playing two sports and playing tackle there as well? Because <laughs> I know another football team that could use him. Yeah, no joke. Six nine, two forty five, six four, two o five, six ten, one eighty five. Jeez, that is a skinny mother. Six six, two o six. So again, there's not the there's not a ton of these big hulking oh, guys. It's not a gigantic guy. Six seven two hundred, six three one eighty, and they're all going to Duke, Kentucky. Arizona has two of them. So what comes first, Memphis? And then Georgia has a guy up there. Memphis makes the tournament final, or Memphis goes on probation. I don't like what you're insinuating about the integrity of Penny Hardaway. Well, he did play a man that was paid to play basketball in the great movie Blue Chips. Blue Chips, underrated. Starring Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway. It's a great flick. Right, if you haven't seen Kentucky, uh, Blue Chips, you should make that happen. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Oh, man. AFA. You know, it was on VHS uh, that someone had just recorded uh, off of a either HBO or a uh, tape that they rented and then recorded it in, a, uh, in my grandmother's 
uh, timeshare condo. Nice. So that's how I watched it. I hope we get a kid named Trendon Watford from Mountain Brook. Power forward, 6'8", oh. 210 pounds, offered by Bama and Auburn and Mississippi State. Huh. It's nerd. A- AU nerd. Let me know if we're going to so sign these 2020 recruits? These are 2019 recruits. Oh. Do we still have a spot for this guy? I don't know. We have a spot because okay. he's a top 20 recruit. Oh, you're right. <laughs> we'll pick I somebody off the team. Bet he's going to Bama. I don't know. Bama's got three guys in the top 100 they signed for next year. Avery has out-recruited us. Three of those guys. Two of those guys transferred. They out-recruited us in the past. Sure it's just... They've always out-recruited us, actually. Let me tell you something about Avery Johnson. In Alabama basketball, they are going to squander some talent. That is just the way it's And I don't get it, because Mark Gottfried did well at other places. Had more talent than he had anywhere else while he was at Alabama, and still just not... He Rick Barnes did. <laughs> but Rick Barnes now, I can't say that. Yeah, I can't, I'm really hoping so. he Rick, Rick Barnes it, is it against this, us. Yeah, against us and then in the tournament. I would like to win the SEC tournament, Ryan. That's what I'd like I for the Sovereign team. What I'd like is for somehow. Have we ever won the tournament, Crow? I have no idea. I don't think we have. What I'd like somehow is for Kentucky and Tennessee because to somehow face before the finals. Yeah, and we get agree. one of those guys. And we. Preferably Tennessee. Well. And let's use the first place team right now. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. Wild. Well, I'd hope to play them. I hope we get somehow in their side of the bracket and not the Tennessee Kentucky side of the bracket. Yeah. I think we can beat LSU. I mean, yeah. We should have beat them last time. Yeah. It's a shame we didn't play them twice. Chance Jones. Chance and Jones. Hey, let's take a quick break, real quick, Jack. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get-together. Delicious Champs Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice-cold drinks, including our awesome craft beer selection, we're your one-stop tailgating shop. Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. Opelika Road, next to Auburn Furniture. All right, thanks, Jack. And you know what? If you haven't, if you listen to this podcast... And you're thinking to yourself, you know, they guys keep talking about Champs Chicken. I've never been to Champs Chicken. You should go by. You should Opelika stop Road. by on Opelika Road. It's the be- number one. It's the best chicken on Opelika Road. Period. Yeah, Breezeway's not there anymore. And it's the best chicken in East Alabama. Chicken. No, it's great. It's great chicken. And I'll tell you what. Chicken thighs as as crow. Forearms. Chicken forearms. What what they've got at Champs Chicken is chicken fingers. And chicken fingers are something you can get. You can't swing a dead cat in Auburn without hitting the chicken finger restaurant. It's true. But what Champ's Chicken's got that nobody else has is tailgate sauce. It's true. Nobody has the tailgate sauce. Everyone talks about Guthrie sauce. Everyone talks about Milo's sauce. What's the place out in Mobile Way everybody loves? Uh, Fuzakli's. Fuzakli's. Pretty good chicken. Everyone talks about their sauce. I'm going to tell you right now, if, if somebody's got better sauce than tailgate sauce. It's good sauce. Crown them. Go ahead and sauce. crown them. It's got a little kick to it. It's, it's delicious. And if I'm you, I'm going into the... If I'm you? If I'm you. If I am you, if I was you, I'd go into Champs and ask for the spicy. Tell them Crow sent yep. you. Get you a little spicy, little spicy chicken thigh and uh, a, uh, the tailgate sauce. It's yeah. Delish. And if you like it, Venmo at Son of Crow. We'll call it the Orange and True Special. Call it the Orange and True Special. It is two chicken th- thigh 
forearms. Chicken forearms. That's what you call them. Chicken are, thighs are actually a real thing. These are chickens right. they've been forced feeding grain and who knows what else. <laughs> Steroids. These chickens have been eating foie gras. The, these are foie the Jose gras. Canseco of, uh, no, Mark McGuire of the Cardinals. Yeah, we're um, talking. Keeping um, the bird family. <laughs> of the chicken fingers. So, Ryan, let's do champs and chumps. Yeah, let's do it. Who is your champ of the week is Jack's wife. Yeah, yeah Mrs. Congratulations Jack. to Mrs. Jack. Have well, way a baby. to go. Way to go. You did it. Baby girl? Baby boy? We know? I don't know. I don't know. Jack, tell us. baby. Jack, baby. pipe in here. Matter, we we need to get Jack's voice on the, on the podcast. Pipe in here and tell us what it is, Jack. Jack, the real broadcaster. Listen to here. us instead of your... Actually, I don't think Jack actually show. listens to these until after he posts them. Yeah, me too. I so, agree. Anyway. Uh... Way you know, to go, Mrs. Everyone Jack. at Jack Condon on Twitter and say congratulations. Jack, you did okay too. For at College of Magnolia or College and Mag on Twitter and say, yeah. hey, congrats, Jack. Yeah. Congrats to the. Uh, I think we Jack can have family. an email if you want to go that way. <laughs> at Jack. At College and Mag at gmail.com. At College and Mag. Don't worry about it. College and Mag at gmail.com. Don't worry about it. So, my champ of the week, besides Jack's wife, uh-huh. is me. Oh. For trying a delicious new. Korean restaurant called Chick Chick Pork Pork. Oh yeah, how? Yeah, you said it was good. A little expensive. Where is it? Also in Opelika Road. I got pork though. They don't sell pork at Champs Chicken, so I didn't feel like I was cheating on Champs. Right. <clears throat> right. But I got the. Uh, oh, what's it called? I'm losing my mind. My <sighs> my Korean my Korean barbecue. Starts with a B. Yeah. Oh boy, and I like it a lot. Every time I go to Korean barbecue, it's what I get. But I got it. It's pork. It's delicious. The problem is it's a little pricey because. What they don't tell you, because the menu is not in English. Uh-huh, you did mention that. Is that it's a sign of a good uh, Korean place. It's a sign right? of a good Korean place. Is uh, that these are all for two people at the, at the minimum, the meals. Italian restaurants it's put not really a to-go place. Mm-hmm. I went in and ordered to-go and walked out with enough food to feed. <laughs> I ate it for lunch and then I ate it again for dinner. That's, great. That that's good, though. Like yeah. That. That's that's how a panda is. There's something on that menu that was like forty five dollars. I did not get the forty five dollar thing, but I'm extremely interested into what. Yeah, I'd like to know what costs forty. Is it eel? Maybe it says serves four people, which that's fairly economical. Wagyu beef. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, what is wagyu beef? I don't even know. What did I get? Time oh. to go back and find out. Anyway, anyway, champs of the week. That's my champ of the week. Um, Me for having I need, a, I need a, a good Thai spot. place. I need a fusion's okay. Thai place open on Oblanca Road across from the mall. Everything's in Oblanca Road, guys. Just so you let's know. Let's try it. I love, I love Thai food, but. If we don't like it, let's go to Champs. Yeah, why not? Maybe we get a Champs chicken. Bulgogi. It was Bulgogi. It had a really good pork yeah, there it is. Um, I had another Champ, but I can't remember who it is now. So. Well, Anthony McLemore was nominated for Champ of the Week. He had. Good game. He had a good game against Arkansas, but everybody, had a, I had a good game against Arkansas. I know. I, I patted myself on the back after that one as well. Kentucky, did Anthony play well against I mean, Kentucky? He had 10 and 8. Almost well, a double. That's not bad. Almost a double double. But when the other opposing team starting center is out, I expect our centers to kind of. They didn't really feast. dominate us inside. They just hit a lot of threes. They hit every single three. Oh my God. They did shoot a lot of threes. That white guy. What's up with him? The one that beat us last time? Hero? Yeah. yeah, he beat us last time. He's yeah. beaten us two times. P.J. Washington had yeah. 14 points in the, uh, the first TV timeout. P.J. Washington. My champ of the week is going to be everybody who traveled down to Orlando for the Auburn UCF baseball game. Yeah, man. We had That's a pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, we have a lot of alumni in the Orlando That's area. fair. So, uh, but either way, props to everybody showing out. Yeah, shout out to my boy Ken. Ken Porter was there. If you know Ken Porter, you know he's a he's a... Faithful Auburn fan. 
doesn't even live down there anymore, but yet he was there. That's nice. He lives in, yeah, Louisville, so. So took a special flight just to watch some Auburn baseball. Um, it appears that Trenton Wofford's going go to Kentucky, gonna go, gonna go to Memphis over Alabama and Auburn. Oh, by the way. well, shocking. Let's see, yeah, that's only a three-hour drive for him, though. That's yeah. Anyway. Plus, he's going to play with the number one recruit in the country. That's a big and deal. And plays for Penny Hardaway, who probably doesn't know because he's too young. Yeah, but Isaac Okoro is 37th in America, and we're getting him. We're getting him. That's good. That's a good pickup. Yeah. Basketball look, if we, this is the most recruiting I will ever talk on this If podcast. we could recruit like four or five guys from uh, over the course of three years that are in the top 50, we'd yeah. be set. Plus, he's a Nike Hoop Summit guy, and that's a no. big deal. Uh, yeah, baseball. Uh, ch- champs of the weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah. Edouard Julien. Champ again. He's, he's just, he's on fire. He's, he is a slugger. He is. He had an inside the park home run. Well, that was last week. So that's still cool to me, Gene. <laughs> it is pretty cool. If uh, you know anything about baseball stats, so you know an OPS. And if you're listening to this podcast, we know that you do. Of oh, course. Yeah. OPS is on base percentage plus slugging. If you're over one, you're awesome. Yep. Yeah. Over 1.0, you're awesome. Julian's OPS is 1.4. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty solid. <laughs> he he's also uh, picking up third base pretty well. Uh, he more or less ended the game. He he saved us from what could have been uh, not disaster, but they probably would have scored some runs. But he snagged one right off the line at third base, and uh, uh, Paul Ellen made it sound like it was great. That's my champ of the week, Paul Ellen. He went solo on the call all weekend long on Auburn Radio. Nice. Wow. Which is tough, man. Real tough. And that is tough in baseball. I, my wife may also be uh, champ of the week for listening to Paul Ellen go solo <laughs> on baseball on our ride back from Fairhope. Because she hates anything talk radio. Yeah. yeah. And, so uh, my wife. I, irony, I know. Uh, and uh, the fact that she tolerated me listening to a, one single man on the call for a baseball game is, is champ worthy. But Paul Ellen... Great guy. That is champ worthy. Chumps? Chumps of the week, right? I got, well, show me anybody who's Ooh. mad about Auburn's. Yeah. <laughs> anybody that's in complete yeah. meltdown. I have yeah. a chump near and dear to my heart. Oh. It's Georgia fans. Oh. Yeah. Every single one of them. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. when they do bad. It's, it, <laughs> They've been complaining all week. So, so this is hilariously bad, though. That's we have to break down the news because this, this has happened since our last uh, episode. The Auburn-Georgia game is going to be moving oh, from right. you know, the traditional mid-November slot to early October. Mm-hmm. And it's going to switch on Georgia's schedule with the Tennessee game. Um, not a big deal, right, for everyone here? No. no. I don't care. Okay. Meltdown on uh, the Georgia side of the Twitter sphere and sports.com. I don't think it really does us any good. Yeah, because our schedule's still way hard, no matter what. Way, way hard. Playing, <laughs> playing away at Georgia and Bama in three weeks is tough. That's the, it's that's tough. the only thing that it helps us for. It's tough. So, yeah. if we can, so if we're adding a home game, say we're playing instead, Ole Miss at home. It, but you know, instead, be instead we're going to end up, we're gonna playing Texas A&M, LSU, and Georgia. All and you know they're not going to put all three of those in a row. They could. They could. <laughs> we're going to get some they Mississippi totally schools thrown in there, Arkansas thrown in there. I don't know. I actually, though, would would rather play LSU and Georgia back-to-back than Georgia and Alabama back-to-back. 
Maybe we can get LSU in issues. November when they're, you know, losing to Alabama by not scoring any points. Maybe we can get that LSU team. Yeah. Maybe we true. can go to Baton Rouge and get a win on, on that. What I'd like to do is get the Georgia team whose players are hurt as opposed to the Georgia team whose players are coming back from their injury. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To play that's true. That's what I would They like. always seem to get hurt mid-season and they're back by yeah. the time. Jack, is, Jack is really had, nice. I will say, a mocking suggestion when he tweeted out this news of, are we playing them opening weekend now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> and I, honestly, I like the idea. No, God. The rivalry God. game opening weekend is I don't, awesome. I don't we have to play. have a different head coach because I love Gus. I don't want to play anybody. Guy, he's not I don't want to play anybody good the first weekend. I don't want to play anybody. Yeah, I like to play Jacksonville State every yes. year. Yes, first week. I like uh, to play uh, rivalry excuse, game. Excuse you. Against Jacksonville State. <laughs> that did not go so well last time. We I won, know, we won the game. We won the game. We played extra football. We won the game. Look. I'm blow it out of proportion. <laughs> or just give me. We definitely didn't blow it. Out. What I'd like is to. I'd like to have like an Auburn Troy rivalry or just some Sun Belt team that That'd be cool. never lost. USA. To. Yeah, and go look. We're playing a Sun Belt team first week. We of just year. rotate them every year. We just play USA Troy Samford. Yeah, uh, I like UAB, the sound of this. Um, Georgia Tech, you know those lower level. Yeah, teams. Georgia Tech. Those, the, the, no, <laughs> no. If we're we don't trying, have an option team. We're trying we? to keep the money in state. That's the, we don't exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we can just make fun of Alabama for not doing it, for being too scared. Not Birmingham Southern, because they don't get this. They're we'll play out. UAB and then go, hey, Alabama, you guys U- just UNA scared. UNA is uh, FCS now, aren't they? They're trying to be, right? They're I think they're in the transition process. Yeah. I would like to play Liberty. 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 Transition. Chumps of the week. How do you transition? From, from I feel like there's an in you into there. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Ha- let's know really quick. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying. I'm no, asking you how do you transition? Like, what, from deep, from no, it's like when you, you go, gotta have more seats in your stadium. You no, gotta have right. scholarships. But it, no, blah, it's blah, like blah. when uh, App State came up from the FCS to the FBS. They weren't bowl eligible their first two years, and they actually would have won the Sun Belt yeah. their first year. Okay. But there's some seat so, requirement for each conference. I imagine they have Jordan Southern was the same way. You know that there's a donation amount for the longest time. The FCS championship before it moved to uh, Dallas it was in or Frisco, as it were. It was it was yeah. years for years was played in Florence, Florence, Alabama, where UNA plays. Frisco, home of the Frisco Coons, was their high school mascot for the longest time. I'm sure that did not result in yeah some off color jokes. Frisco was a town that had a one A school. It was a tiny town. Frisco's huge, yeah. and now it's huge. It went, that, that school went one A, two A, three A, four A, which at the time Texas the biggest was five, then five A, and now it's two high schools, and they might be splitting again. Yeah, all well, in the last twenty five years. It's because the, the amoeba that is Dallas just like has expanded yeah. across that entire area. As Dallas well, Metro, like with a lot more. Love. As Willie Nelson once said, "A city so great they named the airport Love." So Love Field. Baby. Now, I would like to be playing in Dallas at the end of next year, by the way. Well, we're playing in Dallas at the beginning. I know. Against the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack. Do you guys want to do baseball? We already did baseball. Well, we did. No, we, uh, baseball was great. Um, Shout out to Tanner Burns. Had a great start. Only threw like six innings, 5.2. Seven strikeouts. I'm ready. (laughs) He had a great game in the Friday night start. The game? Against UCF. The game on Saturday or Sunday was really good. It was yeah. for anybody that hates baseball because it's slow and boring. There were a lot of runs scored in this game. The wind was blowing like crazy, so they were just jacking them out of the park mm-hmm. left and right. It was uh, it was fun. And not gonna forget the uh, the midweek series against Alabama A and M, where oh, we yeah. won twenty to three in mm-hmm. two games. Yeah, so. which is what you should do against Alabama, A&M. right? Um, 
Champ of the week go, to go back to the the big old boy that came up to bat uh, second, like the penultimate batter, the big old boy for the uh, Texas. I mean, buddy, he was huge. How big a boy are you? Uh, he was bigger than Cole Blackstock. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and he got up there to bat. He's a big old, uh, big old the the beef. Cole Black. I would have called him. Looked like a big old farm boy from you know somewhere in the middle of Alabama. Like he was huge, big fat white guy. Wow. Playing for the uh, um, I believe they're historically black college university. Where and Alabama A and M. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's already yeah, it's kind of funny. They always have a couple white guys on their team. You know, baseball. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard to put <laughs> it's hard hard to find a. Uh, Nine ga- black guys that are all interested in baseball. I mean, just to be honest, trying to find nine guys that are that age right. interested right. in baseball. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, so Sorry, he gets right. up to bat. He is huge. I'm talking just <laughs> the biggest guy. But he struck out. But he had fun doing it. So that was a he's a like Cole Blackstock shooting a free throw. Yeah, yeah. Um, guys, I'm interested in baseball, Crow. Okay, more baseball. No. 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 All right. Let's talk a little bit about the sport that everyone listens to this podcast about. No, well, let's go because an hour. We're already in an hour. On this really? Podcast. Well, let's we had no on. show notes. Yeah. No. This has gone pretty well for not having show notes. Okay, yeah. guys. That's because I'm a professional broadcaster, professional podcaster, not a professional broadcaster. Yeah. Well, we're broadcast. This is professional broadcast. Podcasting. <laughs> it's it's being broadly cast. Sure. On a pod. <laughs> Who's pod? Who's using a pod these days? I don't know. Exactly. You, yes, yes, you, you should use pods. It's true. Sorry. It's me on my iPod. Should click, 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 click. Just turn on that wheel. Ryan, iPods a long time ago had yeah, a little iPods wheel. these things. They play <laughs> music. They have buttons on them? It was not yeah. a real wheel. It was capacitive. Oh, it was great. Oh, wow. Uh, it makes little clicking noises. I found mine the other day. I don't know where it is now, but I really just want to just... Only use that in the car for music. There were no. Well, there was one physical button on the top, and it was just a little button you they're, slid. They're retro now, are they? Because they're dope. I don't know. No. They're dope. I, you know, I found out people are. Uh, I, I never thought this was happening. People are buying cassettes now. Hipsters, man. It's yeah. It's been the thing. dumbest thing. Well, it's ever. been a thing, Chief. It is the worst way yeah. to listen to music ever. It's the worst sound quality. And now you know your hipster band when you release your album. Oh, they all like do. Said. They yeah. all do. Because people are buying them. I have a friend that's buying them. He might be listening to this podcast. If you want to get on cassette, if you want to get, I have a cassette player in my car. Though. He downloads the podcast and then transfers it to cassette. So you can walk around as well, I man. I would do it. That's awesome. I actually when we I need walk, to we need to put our podcast on vinyl, guys. I only that's, watched. That's how you know you made it. I've recorded all the Auburn basketball games on laser disc. Yeah. I don't know who's. I was actually talking to the same friend about getting a laser disc player the other day, just because. There's a mini disc player. He bought a mini disc at a thrift store in town. I almost bought it. Oh, where? At a Har- at a Harvest Thrift. How much? I didn't see how much. Oh, I'm good. But I saw they had like True Life on mini disc. It's like oh, man. so I have a I have a mini disc player. I don't know where it is though. Right, mini disc lasted about a <laughs> year. Losing me. It was, Seriously, it was pre DVD. So post video. No, mini discs were just audio. No, this was this is video mini discs. No, I kid you not, man. I'm telling you, these were these were movies on mini disc. Wow, and that's even like that was pre DVD post VHS tape, yeah. and it was a technology that lasted for so, about a hot minute. So, so mini discs really were these discs. That were like this big. They'd slide, like what a two by two. 
Yeah. Um, and this big works on podcasts, yeah, by the that's way. That's why I, that's why I <laughs> yeah. gave it a yeah. two inch by two inch. Um, and they, uh, the little players were just as small. You just slid them in there. It looked so super futuristic. Held as much as a CD. Um, and uh, sound quality. It didn't skip. That was yeah, the, yeah. The sound quality was pretty good on them. Um, they were really big in Japan yeah. and Europe. I think they they had a bit of a following there. It went. A, there was like a year yeah. where this was a thing, and then the next year, like the iPod. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like it never. It, it was never even actually a thing here. Yeah. Uh, they. I think they were in the Matrix. Like you yeah. can see them using. The, they were using those as their data storage in the Matrix. Yeah. It's a hilarious thing. Like it was like this technology sped up and reached this cool thing. And then someone came out with the thing that was like yeah. 10,000 times better. It, it seemed that way to us. I think they had actually been using them in Japan for a, right. a while at that point. Um, but they just, we, we skipped right up. It's like Laserdisc. Like it was, oh, yeah. Laserdisc was this massive, right. It was the size of a vinyl record. Literally. And it was a DVD that was that big. And sometimes the whole movie wouldn't fit on one. Yeah. And they were like, Hard like a DVD. It's like really a just you giant DVD. You've really never seen a laser disc before. No, they used to. Did have you know they existed until we just. I've heard of them. Our okay. science class used to have science lessons on laser discs. I wanted one put it in a so TV. bad because they had released Star Wars on them, and I, I wanted it so bad. But these players, were oh, so, they were expensive. so expensive. No one had one. You didn't know it. Or like had schools one. could afford them. Yeah, yeah. My, and my high school had one that was never used. I, ours I still had have, like one that the science teachers had to share. I still have no idea why ours. It had a cart and they had to like push it around because they like well, in because Carta and these. Did you go to public these, school? Yeah, yeah. Because public schools are susceptible to being sold these things yeah. that they don't need, like really bad. That doesn't sound like the government chief. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they spend, they, yeah, you're right. They would never spend money on something they yeah. really don't need. Oh. Man. Anyway, what were we talking about before? Well, we're about to be considering going over the death chart, but uh, no, that's good. We'll keep teasing that for next yeah. week. Uh, Sorry, you know, we'll talk about it in the same episode. Where we uh, give a Mama G's review How about that. Oh man, that is the much anticipated <laughs> Mama G's sandwich spotlight. Man, all right, guys, from everybody here at Orange and True, bonus. That's Chief and Ryan and me, Son of Crow. I just want to say, like I say every week, hug somebody you love. Kiss somebody you hate. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get-together. Delicious Champs Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice-cold drinks, including our awesome craft beer selection, we're your one-stop tailgating shop. Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. Opelika Road, next to Auburn Furniture.